You're listening to the Meaningful Minutes with Nikki Olson podcast. This is a show for busy Latter-day Saint women who want to learn simple tools to feel confident and inspired in 10 minutes or less. Welcome. On this episode, we are discussing decision-making through the spirit. Making decisions in your life can often feel anxiety-provoking, confusing, or even overwhelming. Even small ones can sometimes make you feel that way, right? Making decisions is interesting because we aren't always faced with a clear good option and bad option. Sometimes we're faced with all good options or all bad options. Then we can really be confused, right? And what I see a lot of women doing when they are faced with a decision and unsure of how to move forward is that they seek guidance from God until they are 100% sure and certain that is the right decision. I see women who are faithful have a fear of making the wrong decision, which makes sense. You don't want to be out there purposely making the wrong decision, but There is a principle at play here that makes certainty not an option, and that's faith. Faith asserts that there must be some portion of uncertainty. I talked with Melinda about this podcast on episode um, 62 a few episodes ago, and she likened this to Eve needing to have some portion of uncertainty in order to be using agency. So if you're waiting to have 100% certainty with a decision, then you're waiting to take faith out of the equation. Now, the natural man or the carnal mind inside of us is the thing that wants to take faith out of the equation. So if you're operating from the natural man state and not in connection with God, then you're going to stay in the state of inaction because you'll never have 100% certainty from God, we must rely on faith and move forward with some portion of not knowing, but a good idea that what we're doing is in accordance with what God would want. When I was preparing for this episode, I found a talk that President Oaks gave um, at BYU back in 1992. And I'll link in the show notes this talk because it is so good and has tons of other great points in it that that don't relate to decision-making, but are just really great. I'll read one of the paragraphs that I felt related so well with this concept, and we're going to talk about it today. He was Elder Oaks at that time, and he said, closely related to this example is the person who has a strong desire to be led by the Spirit of the Lord but who unwisely extends that desire to the point of wanting to be led in all things. A desire to be led by the Lord is a strength, but it needs to be accompanied by an understanding that our Heavenly Father leaves many decisions for our personal choices. Personal decision-making is one of the sources of the growth we are meant to experience in this mortality. Persons who try to shift all decision-making to the Lord and plead for revelation in every choice will soon find circumstances in which they pray for guidance and don't receive it. For example, this is likely to occur in numerous circumstances in which the choice is trivial or either choice is acceptable. I love what he's saying here about the skill of decision-making is a source of growth. 
If we're relying on the Lord to do all the work, then there isn't any growth for us, right? I also love what Elder Bednar has to add to this as well. He said he's had a one he he has a wonderful talk that he gave back in April 2020, Elder Bednar at a night with uh, a general authority, and he was replying to a woman um, who said, "We should live our lives in such a way that we are always ready for revelation whenever the Lord is ready to pour it out upon us." Not, and then he said, not ready for, that language suggests to me, whenever it comes, no. You. And then he said, not ready for, that language suggests to me, whenever it comes. No, you are living in the revelation. That phrase, I think, is significant. Instead of thinking we are cruising along and think, I've got to stop what I'm doing now. I've got to get geared up to receive revelation. You're always in it. That we may always have his spirit to be with us. This does not take a little common sense as well, or this does take a little common sense as well, but to think that somehow our daily life is divorced from the ongoing influence of the spirit, and it only comes when we gear up somehow according to a formula, I think gets in the way and messes us up. I love this. We're always receiving a continuous stream of revelation, even if we don't attribute it to that or recognize it. He also said, if we are doing our best and we're not committing serious transgression, then we can count on the Holy Ghost guiding us. So most of the time you're being led in all your decisions all day. There's no reason to just stop and receive. So as with decisions, we don't have to stop. If you're in a state of doing your best, then the thoughts that are coming to your mind are under the influence of the Holy Ghost and can be counted on as revelation. This is one of the reasons I love to use my Seeking Personal Revelation journal is because I sit down before I pray and I look at my day before And I see the decisions that I made and how they affected me. If I was in a state of doing my best, then I know I was under the influence of the Holy Ghost and can see how I was guided. Then I can talk to God about those decisions and I can either thank God for the guidance on certain decisions I I move forward with if I felt like they were the direction I wanted to keep going or If I didn't like how they turned out, I could reassess and ask God for help acting in a different direction the next day. Now, back to that talk that Elder Oaks gave. He said, we should study things out in our minds using reasoning powers our creator has helped place within us. Then we should pray for guidance and act upon it, act upon it if we receive it. If we do not receive guidance, we should act upon our best judgment. Reasoning powers our creator gave us. I love that. We already have a power inside of us to make decisions. I also love his guidance about praying for guidance, then acting on our best judgment. This aligns perfectly with what Eve did in the Garden of Eden. We must reasonably step forward and act and act. Most decisions we make are not as life-altering as the one that Eve made in the garden. So we can reasonably take small actions towards a decision and reassess. We don't have to even make the whole decision. 
We can make the decision to move forward with gathering more information. Make the decision to envision our life having made that decision. When you take two steps forward, then you can always take one step back and reposition yourself in a different direction. Action really is the key to receiving more revelation. As you act on your best judgment, God can better direct you. Action really is one of the best gifts that came out of agency. We're using our gift of agency when we act. We just want to make sure that as we act, we are constantly reassessing and seeing if we are in alignment with God. When moving forward with the Spirit, you will feel satisfaction in your efforts, comfort in forward movement, and no shame or guilt if you have to take a step back, just understanding. When we act with our best judgment and need to readjust, God is not there waiting to punish us if we're truly seeking guidance and moved forward with the best info we have. Realignment is how we seek better revelation. The more we act and reassess, then the more we're learning to hear him more regularly. The one way I see this whole concept getting pushed off course is through the thoughts of the natural man that create feelings of guilt, shame, and something is wrong. These thoughts can keep you from moving forward with God. I call these the roadblocks to revelation. I've noticed women approaching decision-making from the state of the natural man and not with God, and then feeling more confused, which is one of the reasons I created my Removing Roadblocks to Revelation group coaching program to help women see how they can remove internal mental barriers to God and move forward in that continuous state of revelation that Elder Bednar talks about. I'm going to be opening up the last round for 2022 here at the end of August. So if you're interested in learning more about making decisions from the right state of mind, then jump on my wait list and I'll let you know when it opens. And that link to do that is in the show notes. All right. Thank you for joining me today. And if you have any insights or questions about today's episode, just reach out on social media and let me know. See you next week. I hope these minutes you spent with me were meaningful, helped you feel inspired and more confident. If you liked today's episode, check out the show notes for links to other episodes you might like too. And while you're there, in my show notes, look for the links to my website, social media, and free handouts for remembering how to implement the skills. Thank you for listening to the Meaningful Minutes podcast with Nikki Olson.